0: Hello and welcome to Colin Bradley Artcast. I'm Stephen Bradley. And I'm Colin Bradley. How you doing, Dad? You Uh, good?
1: I'm I'm well, Steve. I'm well, yeah. Yes. I'm happy to say.
0: Good, good. uh, If you can hear anything here uh, in the background, it's rain because there's rain hitting the cabin roof. So it's very therapeutic for me, but hopefully it's not too distracting for everyone else. And there's also a cat that won't leave me alone.
1: Hello, John. how are you <laughs> oh, beautiful.
0: so yeah so we've got a company today there's another one over there as well curled up they're escaping the rain okay come on <laughs> don't blame me. here we go i know it's pretty pretty crazy out there pretty crazy out there um how's your week been
1: um we've, we've had a, a reasonable week yes um all the all the work at the moment we've been had um just up to christmas most of it was done. There was just some dribs and drabs left. But that hasn't started yet, so we're waiting for that. It probably won't start for another week at least. And so I reckon it'll be towards the end of January that we actually start work again. But it, it, we're functioning OK. Everything it works down there, so we're very happy with it. And uh, so it's not... It's not um, I think um, we're very lucky because the workmen... Uh, got it ready for us really for christmas and that's what we wanted it for and uh, so uh, we, we we're very lucky there so we don't really mind it gives us a bit more time good. to save up
0: lovely well fantastic um good good excellent so this um this week we have got a really interesting email that's come through And I thought that it would make a really interesting discussion point uh, for this week. So this came in from Vincent, one of our lovely students, and Vincent writes, I seem to have reached a point in my art hobby where I can't see the point of producing more artwork just for the sake of it. I have lots of pieces on my wall and in folders, and I feel that I don't want to do any more. At the same time, I don't want a commission because if I feel it puts too much pressure on me and it becomes work instead of a hobby. I would gladly do pieces for free because I could see the point of doing it and it could even bring some joy to the recipient instead of ending up in a folder or in the bin. Any advice on getting back to enjoying my hobby again would be most welcome. Um... This was a really interesting, I sent it over to your Dad. We both looked at this because um, I thought it was really interesting. And we've had and discussions before on Artists Block, um, which is a slightly different thing. This seems to be motivation in producing artwork in general. Um, so let's start with this. There's a lot of points here, um, Vincent raises, and, and obviously commissions we've touched upon as well in that pressure of producing something for someone. Um, can be quite stressful, so I absolutely don't blame you for that, uh, Vincent. I know a lot of people in that position, and just um, this it do- it doesn't it changes it, it makes it a less enjoyable, changes the artwork. But what are your thoughts uh, on this, Dad? Um, initially, Hi. looking at it.
1: Well, everybody goes through that, Steve. Um, it does, all artists would go through, it, I'm sure, even as an actor, um, even though you're sort of amateur level. Um, you would probably go through, it. every creative person goes through a, a, a situation like that at times. And it's because you kind of enjoyed what you've done, really, and you have been motivated to do what you do. And suddenly you see, oh, well, now what do I do? Now where do I go from there? Happened to me. Fortunately for me, I had the incentive, if you like, of the, of the website, and we created that. But up until that point, I was getting to that way myself, picture after picture, and I'd, do, I'd done already, done hundreds of pictures already before we started our, our website. So I was getting to that point. So I know how he feels. However, I've got to say, though, uh, that talking for myself... If I had not continued, if I'd given up at that stage, or just done it every now and again and not had the motivation or the enthusiasm to actually do it, I'd never ever have done the kind of work that I'm doing now. Ever. Because in that time the more you do, the more you learn, the more you learn, the more you want to do more and so on, and then becomes it, it ceases to become um, a profession, it, it ceases to become uh, a necessity for you to earn money, this sort of thing. But what it does do, it satisfies the inner part of you, which is creative. And if I, if you stop today, if Colin Bradley folded up, i still carry on. I wouldn't stop because I've got this... I love doing what I do. That's the secret to this. Because one of the things that Vincent said... It's sort of beginning to lose the motivation why. Now, the reason is that he's done a lot of work and he can't actually see just producing stuff and then piling it up and not going anywhere with it. And I'm sure that if you think about that, you could find neighbours, people that um, would, would love to see you work, even if you give it away. You don't have to do it on commission. And if you do pictures like cats, tigers, dogs... Anything that is uh, attractive to people. I mean, you don't have to do a person's dog, just any dog, any cat, any horse. There's so many animals and uh, that tigers always are popular. I mean, not many people keep tigers as a pet, do they? So it's something that you you could find another motivation to actually do something. And you can give the things away. You've got maybe christmas presents or birthday presents or do it for people for nothing he did mention that didn't he i'd do it for free do it for free as long as you keep going if you want to keep going now that's the secret if you don't want to keep if you're feeling tired or i feel you know i've I've done my bit i don't really feel like doing any more artwork change your hobby do another hobby but if that's not the case and you've really enjoyed doing the artwork, then I, I would certainly recommend you carry on doing it. Because as I said, the more you do, the better you, you become at it. The other thing that I would say, which is again what happened to me, I found that I wanted to be challenged. I've talked about this over the last few podcasts, haven't I? Having a challenge. I find now it's it very, very important that I have that challenge if i don't have it if i don't pick a, a subject or a pe a person or a, a landscape or still life if i don't find something in that that i'm going to struggle with you know it's a challenge to me then i won't do it now at one time i wouldn't worry about that i'd, I'd look at the picture of a, maybe a dog or a cat or a horse and think hmm that's going to be quite easy i think i'll do that and you cat I can see you're poking in there. Um, I'm so sorry. No, <laughs> this cat worry, won't okay. leave me alone. <laughs> I'm sure people find that really interesting. And so you find that if you don't, if you just keep doing the same old thing, same old thing, and you, get, oh, it gets boring. I don't want to use that word, but it's boring, same and tedious. So I find that I have to find something that is challenging to me and uh, this is what's changed my uh, whole attitude in the last few months. As you know, I've produced some terrific pictures, I think, and I'm very pleased with them, but uh, just for instance, at the moment, I've got another picture which I've actually picked out, oh, I don't know, a couple of months, two or three months ago, I found it and I've got it on on my uh, computer, I kept looking at it thinking, no, not really, no, that's a bit hard, that's a bit hard, mm, no, I, I, can I really do this? So it was a kind of a question mark. Well, I got. I looked at it again this week and thought, I can do that. You see how it I changed, it, it changed the attitude because I'd had some experiences and I'd found that the last one I did, which we will we'll probably bring up in perhaps next week, uh, was a, a real challenge to me and and. So much so that, that when I introduced it at the beginning, I actually said on camera, I'm not sure I'm going to finish this. And I explained why. And then I said that, you know, if, if you're watching it, then I have finished it, obviously. But at that time, when I, when I recorded that, I really wasn't sure whether I was going to finish it or not. Now, these are the kind of things that you've got to find. Now, for me, it's really important that I finish it because it's a it, it, it's a functional thing and we have to find, um, you know, it's for the website. With Vincent, he doesn't have to. He can try something and keep at it until it gets to the point where, oh, maybe it is a bit hard, but that doesn't matter because he's not doing it for anybody.
0: Hi everyone, sorry about that, we got cut off yesterday. It's a new day, we're carrying on from where we left off. The cat played with some cables and it interrupted our recording and we couldn't carry on. So, carrying on from where we were just talking, Dad. um, You were just about to talk about commission work um, and the fact that Vincent uh, feels the pressure of that.
1: Well, I can totally understand that. And uh, I never did like it myself, doing commission work. I found it restrictive, and uh, although it's a money spinner, there's no question about that. It also adds a pressure that um, uh, you either you either like it or you don't. You now, some of our um, members love doing it, and uh, it's it, it's very successful, and and others would be like Vincent, I think, uh, a bit hesitant, and I do understand that. I think that really. The best thing, if you hesitate at all, don't do it. Just continue the artwork as a hobby. And this is what I do now, although I'm doing it for a very good reason. I really don't look at it like that. I look at I look at the pictures and find pictures that I like, pictures of the challenges, as I said yesterday. The more challenging it is, the more you've got to think. Um, just to put you in the picture, literally, um, today I'm... I've got a new picture which is going to take me a long time to do. Now, normally, two, three days, I can usually finish a picture. This one's not going to be like that at all. Now, I deliberately chose this one. I I think I mentioned it yesterday. I'm not sure I mentioned it yesterday, but I I, I found it quite some time ago. And I love the picture. I thought, this is really nice. It's a pretty flower picture, but it's like a... It's got a a fuzzy background with with lots of colours in it, and I thought, this is really good. But I have passed it by quite a few times, thinking, oh, shall I do it? No, but I've left it on the computer, um, waiting in the wings, and I came across it a few days ago and thought, do you know I'm going to give this a go? And it's proving to be exactly what it was, but it's very, very interesting. And this is the kind of thing that um, perhaps Benson can try, do something that is challenging to him. After all, if it's not a commission, does it matter if it works or not? It doesn't really. Um, Whatever you do, even if you get halfway through a picture, you've got experience, and that experience um, is valuable to you as you move on in artwork. I think it depends where you want to go. If you want to be a professional artist, not really. This is not really the way to go, I think, unless you really um, enjoy that kind of pressure. But as an amateur or a leisure painter, then I think it's wonderful to do that because you've got a pastime, which takes hours and hours sometimes you know, you, you don't want to leave it alone because it's uh, so intriguing. So I think this is the kind of thing you've got to try to do in in a situation like Vincent where he's, he's probably done it all. The other thing I've always said many, many times, get, move off your chosen subject. If you're an animal artist and you've done animals and stuck to them, do a landscape, do a still life, do a portrait if you're brave enough. But portraits are really hard. But again, you've got a lot of challenge there. And uh, we know lots of people. I've still got people I want to do myself. But, um, you know, I have to get round to it and I have to get myself in the mood for portrait work because it's hard. But all these things, there's so much to it. And I think that's what I would do if I was Vincent. I would find something that I really love doing.
0: Could you also do and uh, work with another medium? You know, dip into one of the other mediums, uh, have a break from pastel work.
1: Absolutely. Um, well, I did, didn't I? I? I started with watercolor. I ended up with pastel, and found and still do love them. And I found my my medium really, and I wouldn't change it now. I dabble with um I dabble with oil. Didn't like it. Dabble with acrylic. Didn't like it. Um, can't really tell you why I mean I sold an oil picture many 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 years ago but I never really got on with it but the pastel pencil when that came along that was my medium but you're absolutely right try different things the thing is they can be expensive if you wanted to move from pastel pencils and you've got a whole bunch of them and you want to go into watercolour you've got to get some watercolours and then you've got to buy paintbrushes and so on so that could be a bit pricey but you can you can just start with a small um uh, set and and go from there um but if if his passion is past and I suspect it probably is or has been then i would work within that medium because you've already got the past you've already got the paper you already know the rudiments and the basic techniques so uh, it, it it doesn't that doesn't really uh, it doesn't seem such a good idea to change because you might find you're not as successful with that as you are with um, the pastel so it's not satisfying but yes you could do that by all you know I, I, I think you should leave it to the artist how he feels about it or how she feels about it
0: okay excellent It's interesting to hear your experiences with this. And I know you have the added incentive to to push yourself and to do more because you're producing it for the school. Um, But it's interesting how that you went down that route of having that incentive and now have um, found that even without that, you would still continue, you would still push yourself. And I think I want to just reflect on that point um, just so that maybe um, people might find that if they do what you say about challenging themselves with other subjects and continue to push themselves um then eventually that self um drive to challenge yourself with other pictures and that satisfaction i suppose of overcoming problems of uh facing challenges and then producing a good picture almost becomes worth it and you are self driving that wheel of change and growth and um experience without the need of uh, any other kind of incentive
1: mm, absolutely um i think it's all to do with passions isn't it if you've got a passion for something then then you indulge yourself in that passion and i do that with the pastel I've, I've never got fed up with it even though i've been doing it for 40 years now it must be near enough 40 years now and I, i've still love it to bits and i still Get a great kick out of it. There's not. I don't know whether I, if I would if I'd stuck to watercolor. I'm not sure I would have done. There's there's limitations. You see, with with all mediums, there's limitations. You have to repeat the same thing. I have a friend of mine, artist, friend of mine, was very very good artist, and he 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 was um, very popular as a teacher as well. And his pictures were lovely, but it was the same picture. Over and over and over again. And he's probably still producing the same pictures. That, that to me, would have driven me absolutely bananas. I have, to, I have to have some... I don't find that so much of a challenge. If you're doing something that you, you know you can do, standing on your head or in your sleep, I don't think that's going to be fulfilling enough for most people. It certainly wouldn't be for me. I have to continually challenge myself. And I think this is one of the great things that I've found. And uh, but I, I I wouldn't be in this position if I was still with watercolor originally. If I hadn't found the pastels.
0: Okay, brilliant, fab. Okay, um, well I hope that helps, Vincent, and um, both you and anyone else that is out there that that may encounter this same. Um, you know lack of motivation or or just direction wanting to get some advice and words of wisdom um on what to do next so i hope that's been helpful um thank you again for the email and if anyone wants to reflect on that and chat to us about that or send in their questions then we can always talk about this more on a future podcast just send them over email or um, facebook or, or instagram we'll we'll pick them up um, and we'll be back next week to chat about something else maybe look at this uh, one of these pictures that you've been doing recently dad um,
1: yes let's do that I, I, I'm dying for people to see this one this, um, the last one not the one I'm doing at the moment The last one. just before you go I've, I really must say to you um, how well you've done with your pantomime I, I don't know if people know anything about this they probably don't but uh, I, let me give you a build up that Steve and um, his partner Mims wrote a pantomime in midsummer. about midsummer was it? Late summer? No.
0: Yeah, late summer.
1: Uh, was it? Yeah. And they were asked by the Bob Hope Theatre, um, who they've done a lot of work with, to, to do it. It was absolutely shock to us. We didn't know anything about it until it was all done and scripted and, and the script came to us. When we read the script, we couldn't believe it. It was unbelievable that uh, someone to produce this and we said right from the beginning, this is going to this is going to go down really well well folks it has it's now sort of um, two weeks into the run and um you it's absolutely wonderful reviews you're getting steve and bob hope want you to do more and i'm not surprised and we're coming up to see you tomorrow see it yeah so i yeah. really can't wait uh, so I wanted to throw that at you because you're, you're very modest and you probably wouldn't have brought it up yourself.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, over the years we've, we've touched on various different things that I've dipped my toe in the water with, you know, uh, acting career and all sorts of things. Um, and uh, I love writing. Me and Mims are bonded over writing as one of the first things that sort of bonded us as friends um and um we've written a few things and uh, mims has written a lot of really good scripts um but then when they approached us to to write something well, actually we came up with the idea of writing something fresh because uh, we didn't really feel like any of the scripts we were getting in or looking at were really kind of what we wanted to do so we wrote a, a completely original story for this pantomime and uh yeah it's it's gone down really really well um we've been really proud of the cast of the creative team um mims was the musical director on it as well so she worked out all the songs and the harmonies so it's been um it's been a process with a newborn as well it's been challenging um but yeah we love writing so um they've asked us to write more shows for them and and produce more scripts so it might be something that we do in future um but in the meantime yeah Throughout January, it's a post-Christmas pantomime. Throughout January, people can enjoy it. Absolutely. Well,
1: what, what amazed me is that when you, we, we heard, we, you um, we sent us a script and the, the title was completely original, you know, I mean, everybody said Peter Pan and Sleeping Beauty. They've all been, you know, done to death, really, kind of thought, you know. But this is so different, it's absolutely fantastic
0: i should probably tell everyone the name it's i was thinking i didn't didn't even tell everyone the name it's called uh, red riding hood and the Eternal winter so the eternal winter uh is is a, a big plot point in the show um it's got a bit more story to to your usual pantomime i suppose um but it's got all the traditional elements people might know if they've listened to all the podcasts that i've done pantomime for 10 years or so so um and mims has done pantomime as well so we came at it with that sort of um complete understanding of the, what needs to go in to panto um and uh, we kind of kept it traditional but also modern at the same time so next week once you've seen it you can give everyone your review oh, i
1: will do I, we can't wait we're, we're, we're just it, it, it when we saw when we read it right through we were laughing all the way through it it was so so funny and you know, I've got quite a good imagination, and uh, and so has so was Mum, and um, we could we just I'd read it two or three times, not just the first time. I read it two or three times because it was so funny, and this is wonderful when you, you know you, you someone, you know like your, your son or your daughters had a hand in this as well. So we're really going to be excited for tomorrow, and you've got yeah. full, full houses as well. I understand
0: yeah completely sold out for well there's a couple of seats per performance probably there's a the odd one that i've looked out and saw oh there's a spare seat or spare seat there but you know mostly sold out for the entire run um and and yeah they couldn't be more thrilled and we couldn't be more thrilled and and i want to say as well the cast are amazing you know you can write something great but it's the creative team and the cast that that bring it to life and um, they've done that so, we have one part, but they do the the big part of producing it and putting it together and um mm. acting it and singing it and and they deserve every praise and every compliment that they get good,
1: Well, whether' done you proud that's uh, all you
0: could ask isn't it yeah, for sure, for sure, all right, then okay, we'll leave it there for this uh over two days podcast that we've had to do but i hope you've enjoyed it and thank you everyone for watching and listening i'm Stephen bradley
1: and i'm colin bradley
0: enjoy, enjoy your week,
1: week. yeah
0: it's your you've got a phone call coming in
1: well i haven't mum's mum's probably picked that up
0: we got there in the end
1: yeah yes <laughs> hello yeah. And welcome that'd be good outtakes, steve there'd be some good outtakes <laughs> yeah